Welcome to First 15, where you give the first 15 minutes of the day to God and commit yourself to respond to His Word in a personal way. My name is Ron, and I'll be your guide in this journey. Besides downloading the episode to listen on the go, subscribe to this podcast to get the latest releases. Today, we're going to the Gospels to listen to the words of Jesus. Now, what we're doing in this podcast is listening to God's Word. We're engaging with it on a personal level and reflecting on it. We're praying our responses back to God and then living out its truth beyond the 15 minutes in the rest of our life. If you want that process explained more fully, then go back to episode one and download it so you can listen to the whole practice that we're using in this daily devotional. In that first episode, I gave a demonstration from Psalm 1. In episode 2, we looked at Genesis 5, and we learned something about not prejudging a scripture um, that it may not really speak to us, because we saw something pretty powerful when you uh, look at Genesis 5, especially the first five verses. Today, we're going to the Gospels. I'm trying to demonstrate this approach in a wide variety of scriptures in these early episodes. I could have used Matthew. It's the first gospel of the New Testament. And I wrote a series of books called Journey with Jesus a few years back. You can actually find those on Amazon, by the way. For the past year, I've been slowly reading and praying through Luke. And I'm in Luke 21 now. So I decided to share with you from where I am right now in the journey. I won't read the entire chapter, uh, Luke 21, here, though I invite you to do that in your first 15 minutes. I last uh, read verses 1 through 4 just before the new year, and this morning I reviewed that. I read the rest of chapter 21 without really pausing as I did that. And then I came back to verses 5 and 6 to do some meditating. And that's what I'm sharing today is uh, Luke 21, really the first six verses, but I'm going to focus in on the on uh, verses 5 and 6. I hope by sharing my process that you can gain some insight on productive ways to spend your own time listening to God and speaking with Him. So, Let me uh, share this with you, and you can listen to God's Word uh, from Luke chapter 21. Jesus looked up and saw the rich people who were putting their gifts into the treasury, and he saw a certain poor widow casting in two small brass coins. And he said, Truly, I tell you, this poor widow put in more than all of them. For all these put in gifts for God from their abundance, but she, out of her poverty, put in all that she had to live on. As some were talking about the temple and how it was decorated with beautiful stones and gifts, he said, As for these things which you see, The days will come in which there will not be left here one stone on top of another, not one that will not be thrown down. So 
that's the first six verses. There's 38 verses total in this chapter, and there's a lot of good stuff that you can get uh, from reading through the chapter. In fact, the entire process that I've outlined, the four steps, you can find all those four steps here in Luke 21 uh, as you read or listen to the God's Word being read. Jesus actually mentions uh, somewhere down in, uh, I think, verse 14 or so about meditating. In fact, he says, don't meditate. Don't meditate on what you're going to say if you're called before the authorities um, who are persecuting you, basically. He says, rely on God to give you the words in the moment about what to say, how to give the defense of your faith. So that's kind of interesting when he says, don't meditate. Don't worry, basically, about what you're going to say. Don't ponder over it and reflect on it. Now, since we have a little more time and we're not being pressed by authorities to give a defense of our faith, it's a good thing for us to meditate. And and uh, Jesus encourages that, in fact, in other places. But in this passage, he tells us don't meditate. And that's that's an interesting spin here. He also tells us later on in chapter 21, around verse 36, to pray, to stay alert, and pray so that we can escape the coming horrors, because there's a lot of bad stuff that's going to go down, um, even after the temple is torn down, the stones are are just demolished. And then he also mentions in verses 34 and 35 that we should really watch how we live our day-to-day lives. Um, so again, I, I won't take credit for uh, this process that I'm sharing with you. It's not really my secret sauce or something I invented all by myself. It's something I've learned from years of reading scripture and just paying attention. So I'm sharing it with you here. Now, uh, it is interesting to me, and I'm going to help us to reflect a little bit, to engage with uh, what we've read here. Um, Some of the the points that I I noticed. First of all, uh, it's almost like the disciples (laughs) weren't even tuned in. They were distracted. They weren't listening to Jesus in the first four verses when he points out the widow and contrasts her with the rich people who are giving their gifts at the temple treasury. They don't pay attention to that because the very next thing, they're looking around and they're saying, wow, look at these beautiful stones. Look at this, look at this amazing architecture of this temple. Oh, look at those, look at those memorial decorations that are put up. Now, um, if, if you don't know exactly what I'm talking about, uh, I, I understand because uh, the temple hasn't been standing for 2,000 years. But if you have ever been um, on a university campus, for example, or a college campus, if you will, and you've seen um, buildings that have names on the side of them that are named after wealthy donors, or if you've seen bricks in a sidewalk or nameplates and things like that, these memorial gifts that were given by wealthy donors uh, to a school or an institution. Um, the Jerusalem temple had the same thing. If you look in the original Greek, it, it uses the word for gifts dedicated to God um, to decorate the temple. And I like the NLT, the New Living Translation, because it actually uh, translates this pretty well in Luke 21, 5 and 6. Um, it, it mentions the majestic stonework of the temple and the memorial decorations on the walls. And so um, 
that's pretty good. The disciples were obviously impressed by what they saw um, and not so much paying attention to the lesson Jesus just taught them about this uh, this incredible gift that the widow gave. Not the amount, because it was like the tiniest amount, but the fact that she gave everything she, that um, she had to live on. She was in such extreme poverty, and God honored that. Um, and so they didn't pay attention to that lesson uh, so much. And so Jesus takes the opportunity to kind of press the point home and say, yeah, you're really impressed by all these stones and these memorial decorations given by all the rich, wealthy donors. But um, these stones aren't going to be left standing in a very short time. And in fact, that's what happened. In the first century, the Romans came to Jerusalem about 30 to 40 years after Jesus uh, left, went back to heaven. And the Romans came to town and laid siege to the city of Jerusalem and knocked it down. And to this day, the temple has not been rebuilt. In fact, um, several centuries later, the Muslims came along and built a mosque on the Temple Mount. And it's there to this day, uh, the Dome of the Rock. And uh, Jews go to Jerusalem and pray at the Western Wall, which is like the... the um, it's the only surviving stones from the temple, and it's not even the temple itself. It's the wall that Herod built around the temple, and that's the only remaining part uh, is the the stones that were actually the foundation under the wall on the temple mount. Um, so the words that Jesus spoke were absolutely true, and they came about the way that he said. Now, just let's reflect a little bit more. Um, you know, the rest of chapter 21 goes into a lot of uh, discussion about what's going to happen in the end time. It's kind of interesting, uh, as I think about the last week or so, um, that there's been a lot of buzz around. In fact, my two teenage sons have been talking about, Dad, are, are we headed into World War III? And there's a lot of buzz about that among the young people. Um, and it's really, you know, we're, we're often worried about sort of the end times or this sort of cataclysm, um, you know, is World War III going to happen? Is the apocalypse, you know, just around the corner? And we miss the lesson that Jesus taught us. It's right here in Luke 21. He says we're so preoccupied with the when that we miss the who. What Jesus emphasizes as you read the rest of chapter 21 is who God is. And also who we should be as his followers. So the distraction that Jesus' disciples um, experienced here in verses 5 and 6, Jesus warned them about it. And he said, after I'm gone, you are going to be distracted. There will be other people coming along claiming all sorts of things about me, about God's plan, about his timetable. Don't be misled. All right? What you need to focus on instead is who you will be as people devoted to God. So, I think a pretty good message for us today about distraction and dealing with that. Jesus says in verse 6, The time is coming when the stones will be torn down, the temple will be upended. And my question for us is, what will you do with the time you have now, today? I really encourage you to redeem the time 
and use it well. And I want to lead us in a, a prayer here um, to take this word to heart and just respond to God very personally. God, thank you for coming in human flesh and walking among us, teaching us in our own human language. God, we want to be like the widow who gave you everything, but we're scared. God, I, I just confess it to you. We're scared to give it all. Give us greater faith. Release us from the hold that riches and fame and likes and our own selfish desires hold us back with. Forgive our attachment to monuments of beauty, especially when we miss the greater work that you wish to do in our hearts. Make us into living stones that are part of your spiritual temple, never to be torn down. In Christ alone. Amen. To take today's lesson and apply it to the rest of our lives, let me just encourage you to really use your time well today. Grab a stone or maybe a pebble will do. Just reach down on the ground as you're out. Grab a little pebble or a little piece of rock, whatever you can, and put it in your pocket today to remind you of the lesson about not getting preoccupied or distracted by beautiful, massive stones because they're going to be reduced to gravel. They're going to be reduced to dust in the end anyway. And what really matters is what God is doing in our hearts to make us into living stones that are part of His um, His masterpiece, His His spiritual temple. Keep praying not to be distracted by massive objects, by the rich, the famous, and instead see God at work among the poor, the pressed, and the willing. Thanks for giving your first 15 to God. Today's episode is brought to you by Journey with Jesus, praying your way through Matthew's Gospel, which you can find on Amazon or linked to in the show notes. Until next time, keep listening to God's Word.